Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. What is going on, ladies? I hope you're having the best day ever. Coming at you with unlocking your time potential. We're going to be talking about time management and delegation tips for busy women, okay? So whether you are a busy mom, whether you are a busy business owner, whether you are just like a busy lady on a mission to get shit done, this is for you when it comes to health and fitness and then also fitting in everything else that you need to do because it can be very overwhelming. There is like this amazing study that was, uh, I don't know when it was released, but that came out that was like, you know, as soon as a woman decides to get married, they decide to be in a relationship. Normally men get about one hour back, whereas women gain seven hours of work. So for all of you busy ladies who are out there doing, uh, you know, you are a mom, you have a business, you have a husband, you have all these things going on. uh, This is going to be for you to give you some time back and to help you actually fit in your workouts to fit in your meal prep to do all these things so that you can actually hit your goals because otherwise uh, you're going to notice that you know there's not really enough time in the day most days to get everything done and you're right you can't do everything every day and so this is why we're going to give you some unlocking some time potential and time management and delegation tips so that you're able to actually crack that next level and get unstuck okay so the problem right now is that you're trying to do everything right now you are you know the busy mom you are the business professional you are the you know lady trying to get her business up and going or it's already going maybe you're a real estate agent maybe you are someone that is like just about to go back to work or maybe you're like a high up uh you know business executive we really tailor pretty much everything to all of those I guess like that's pretty much who we normally help. So there's there's a wide variety of different women in different situations that have uh, different issues and different days that they're dealing with. But the overall consensus is that you're busy, you're tired, and honestly, you just don't have enough time in the day to get everything done. And so by understanding that you physically cannot do everything, that is one of the first steps that we need to address in order for you to really hit that next level. Um, Because the thing is, is that unless you are willing to actually take this advice and implement it, you know, there's not much else that we can really do here. So first goal is self-assessment and goal setting. Okay, so the first thing is, is that we need to understand what our personal and professional goals are. Okay, so what are your professional goals? What are your personal goals? What do you need to accomplish in the next six to 12 months? This is super important. If you're trying to start your own business, if you are going back to work, like, You know, there's a lot of things that are going on right now, especially like money wise, you know, economically wise, like there's a lot of shit going on there. Um, There's a lot of things within personal lives. There's a lot of fitness goals. Like there's so much going on and it's very easy to get caught up in different things in social media, especially, right? You have the fitness talk, then you have the vacation, then you have the entrepreneurial and like, it's just very messy. And so understanding what matters to you personally is very, very important because if you don't know what your goal is, you have no direction. Okay. And then also making sure that you're prioritizing your goals versus urgent versus important. Okay. There's going to be things that come up and we want to be in a responding state, not a reactive state. I want you guys to drop that down below. If you're on the live stream, respond versus react. 
right now you are reacting. And because you are reacting to your environment, that is why you don't have any time. How many of you guys drop some fire down below? If you have been like, you've gone an entire day and you feel like you've done all this stuff, but you feel like you haven't gotten anything done. I've totally been there. I do that a lot, actually. <laughs> it's kind of like the phase that we're in right now, um, where literally you just go all day and you just do all these things for everybody else, or you, you have to get all these things different, like all these things done, but you don't feel like you ever really accomplished like a singular project. Okay, drop that down below. And so we want to be responding and not reacting because when we're in a reactive environment, it's very hard for us to push forward on our goals. And by the end of the day, you're left tired, you're left drained, you know, you haven't done anything for yourself, you haven't eaten, you haven't worked out. And uh, then you're like, oh, you know, I'm kind of tired. And, and your ability to make decisions at the end of the day drastically goes down. Okay, so the odds that you're going to get everything else done is drastically impacted. And so obviously, like you guys have probably heard of setting smart goals, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, timely goals. That's great. But I find that those types of goals don't really help because most people are shitty at setting smart goals. I'll be honest. Right. And it's like, you know, what's a specific measurable, you know, all these things. And it's like, well, I want to lose 100 pounds and I want to lose it by, you know, December. And, you know, because I need to go on vacation and all this stuff, like it's just not realistic. So I find a lot of the times it doesn't really work out that well. And so understanding that if you just set a goal, but you're very, you're reasonable with the timeline, I find that works a lot better. So like, I want to lose 30 pounds by maybe like, you know, the end of the year, or like kind of figure out, you know, one to two pounds is normally adequate per week. So, you know, by the end of the year or like a little bit past should be fine around there. And then in the meantime, I'm going to focus daily on the tasks that I need to do and then breaking that goal up into tasks. So like if you want to lose 30 pounds, you should probably work out like three times a week, right? So if you're going to work out three times a week, when are you going to work out? Okay, well, right now I don't have time. And so you're looking at your time, you know, your, your calendar or like what you do daily. And this is where these techniques come in. Okay, so first you need the goal, though. What is the goal? Or if you're doing like a strength, for example, you want to gain strength, you want to do a body recomp, um, you want to eat more food, and then you want to try and lose weight, then that might be something also like I want to lose 30 pounds, but I'm going to give myself till next summer, because I know that I have to do a body recomp first, which I'm not really sure how long that might take. So let's give myself till next summer to get all of this done, so that I'm not trying way too hard every day and like beating myself into the ground because I remember last time that didn't work. Okay. So the second thing is, is that we need to identify time drainers. So once we have the goal, we need to figure out what the hell is draining our time. So when you spend your day, a really good way of doing this is either tracking it via a journal, or if you're really good at memorizing things, that's great as well. But understanding what you're doing every day, right? Like, okay, I got up and I had a coffee, then I you know, maybe you folded some laundry, then you got the kids to school, or you like got them up and you know, whatever. Or like, maybe if you don't have kids, you know, you got up and then you um, have a coffee and then you run right to work and then you get to work and then there's meetings and all this stuff, whatever the case or a mix of both. And understanding just how you track or how you spend your day. I used to do this when I first did it in 15 minute intervals. However, I understand that that can be very tedious. So even just doing like morning and afternoon is fine or morning, lunch, afternoon, evening, whatever works best, but understanding how you spent your day. And it's like, how many times are you getting snacks for kids? How many times are you petting the dog? If you're at home, how many times are you doing the dishes and random shit in the middle of the day? How much time are you spending with your spouse? How much time are you know what I mean? Like just getting a general idea, because I think a lot of you guys don't know. Um, and then honestly, identifying activities that consume your time that aren't 
um, towards your values or towards your like goals. So for example, if you have your health, wealth, relationship, and personal goals, if something is not aligned with that, then it shouldn't be on the calendar. So for example, like if your health goal is to work out three times a week, you want to lose 30 pounds. Cool. So then making sure that you're able to do that, obviously, but then we have our relationship goal. Maybe it's like spend more intentional time with my husband or spend more intentional time with my kids. Handing them a snack and going to put them on their iPad probably isn't intentional time with them. However, if you haven't scheduled in intentional time, you might find that you keep rushing them away to get work done. And then you don't actually end up being able to do anything with them because by the end of the day, you're too tired and then you feel guilty. And then the mom goat kicks in and all this kind of stuff. So instead, it's like in the middle of the day, I'm going to take an hour break and I'm going to hang out with them for an hour. And then the rest of the day, it's going to be, you know, on and off as best as I can, because I am working and it is what it is, right? So understanding what that looks like. So again, the activity is adding value to your to your life, because it's helping out with your relationships. But it's not necessarily productive in other areas. But that's okay, because we want to hit all those, all those pillars. Okay, also determining ways to reduce or eliminate time wasters. So we're going to talk about that as well. So what is a time waster? Scrolling on your phone, big time waster, okay? You know, in the morning when you're like getting ready and you spend 45 minutes instead of 20 getting everything ready and good to go, that's a time waster. You know, on your, I would say like scrolling back and forth between tasks, trying to multitask, that's a time waster. Um, taking random meetings that you don't need to take, that is a time waster. Looking up random shit that you don't actually need, that is a time waster, right? So understanding that. And so the thing is, is that like, there's different things that you can do to implement that, um, or like change that. My favorite one is honestly delegation. Delegation is the first thing that I always go to. Because the thing is, is that like, there's a lot of things that you do. And you can break this down into, you know, what is the what are things that you have to do that you like to do? What are things that you have to do that you don't like to do? What are things that you like that have to get done, um, but they don't have to get done today? Right. And so when you break those things up into three different categories, you're going to notice that there's a lot of things like dishes, laundry. Uh, maybe there's like, you know, outside work, uh, petting the dog. I know that sounds crazy, but they need love too. Uh, bringing the dog for a walk or making sure that they get their exercise, uh, feeding cats, whatever the case might be, right? All these things, grocery shopping, cooking dinner, whatever, my, whatever it is. Okay. But understanding that whatever that is, those things can be done, yes, by you, but also by other people in the house. If you guys have kids, they're the greatest little like free workers in the world, right? They'll do everything for like 25 cents. It's great. But I'm just saying like, it also teaches them responsibility. Like every morning you're going to get up and you're going to go feed the cat. Every morning you're going to get up and you're going to go feed the dog. Every morning or like every night before bed, you're going to put away your toys. I'm not putting away your toys. And yeah, you might have to remind them of that. But the thing is, is that that's going to help you a lot because while they're putting away the toys, maybe you do the dishes. Maybe while they're doing the toys, your husband's doing the dishes you are then putting kid one and two to bed. You know what I mean? So it's like understanding like what, where your time actually lies and who can help you. Because the thing is, is like, you're not meant one, if you have kids, you're not meant to raise kids by yourself. It's like, it's very, very hard. And like, let's just acknowledge that, that it is hard. Um, and then to also try and do like your own personal goals while raising kids, like that's insane. I get it. It's like, an, it's an impossible task. Like it's a lot, right? But understanding that like the more that you utilize other people around you, plus like your kids, if they're old enough, the more that you're going to be able to then have that little bit of extra bandwidth to then be able to do what you need to do. Because what you don't understand right now is it I understand that you are capable of doing the dishes. You are capable of doing the laundry. You are capable of doing the floor, but you don't need to prove that to anybody. 
So by giving that to somebody else to do, you are then just allowed to have that mental capacity because you don't have to think, okay, the floor needs to be done. Then the garbage needs to be done. Then the groceries need to be made. Then the baby needs to be changed. Then all this stuff, right? Like a few of these things get put to somebody else, right? You now no longer do, do garbage. You don't even think about that. You now no longer, I don't know, make dinner on Wednesdays and Fridays. So you don't have to think about that. You don't do groceries anymore because maybe you just Instacarted or whatever. So you don't have to think about that. You now have more mental bandwidth so you can actually get shit done. At the end of the day, you're reaching for like, like foods, you're not working out, things like that, simply because you don't have the mental bandwidth left, right? Like you've made so many decisions. You get up, like think about when you get up, right? You get up, then you have to choose to shut the alarm off. Then you go and maybe you brush your teeth, you go to the washroom, do whatever, right? Then you go and you get changed. What clothes am I going to wear? Then you go back and you like decide that you're going to do your hair. Then you just have to figure out how you're going to do your makeup. Then you got to go downstairs. Then you get the kids ready. What are they going to wear? What are they going to eat? You know, what are you going to eat? It's it's like before you even get started, it's like a hundred decisions before you even like, you know, get out the door. It's a lot of decisions. Plus there's also like, you know, other people's, you know, stuff coming in, maybe like, you know, someone's in your way as you're trying to make like breakfast there's no milk. So now you have to go somewhere else because you can't make coffee and all this stuff. Like there's all these decisions that come up every single day. And so when you're like, oh, well, it's just cleaning the floor. No, it's not. It's cleaning the floor. And it's also um, making sure that you are doing the laundry. And it's also making sure that the kids are alive and that you're eating dinner and like all these different things. And so understanding what that looks like and understanding like that, that actually does play a toll on whether or not you're able to get your fitness and nutrition in is super freaking important. And so you really do need to make sure that you are delegating those things off. So you're actually able to hit your goals. Otherwise, you're right, you don't have time. But it's, it's a choice to also stay stuck. It's a choice to say, like, I need to do all of these things. Because if I don't do all of these things, then I'm not good enough. Right? That's what it all boils down to. The reason why you haven't delegated things is because you are getting that validation from actually, you're not even getting validation. Let's be real here. But like getting validation from doing all the things, because at the end of the day, you then can be like, well, I did everything. And then everyone goes, okay, but like, okay, cool. But if you have, if you've noticed, like when you say things like that, when you're like, well, I did everything and then you didn't do whatever, it never turns out positive. So then it turns into this negative, like loop where you basically like one, you have no time for you Two, you feel like shit. Three, you feel like no one cares about you. Four, you don't feel validated. You don't feel like anyone ever notices what you do and you do all these things. And so like realistically, like that's a really big red flag that like what you're doing isn't working anymore. And it's probably harming your relationships more than helping them. And so if you really want to like unlock this time potential and actually like manage your time and, and actually like delegate and like be able to do the things that you want to do also as a person, you're going to notice that as soon as you start taking care of yourself and as soon as you start setting boundaries and as soon as you start delegating, other people actually respect what you do more because now they're doing it right now. You're handholding. You're basically like, come on. Okay. Like, you know, I'll do everything and you don't have to do anything, but when they have to start doing it and then you start appreciating people for doing the work that they're doing, you're going to notice that they start doing it back to you. But right now you're just guilt shaming everybody. You're like either kid shaming or your husband shaming the fact that they don't do what they're supposed to be doing. And then they feel worse and then you feel worse. And it's just like a toxic spiral. It doesn't get you anywhere. So you can keep living in that and you can keep like feeding off of the validation of that you do everything and no one else does anything. Or you can start trying to delegate things off and it will take some time because you've taught everybody around you that you do everything, right? But eventually you're going to notice that you do have that mental bandwidth to work out. 
you do have that mental bandwidth to meal prep. You do have that mental bandwidth to do some things that you want to do because like as a person, you are a person regardless of what you work or you're like, regardless of if you have kids, you have your own needs and things that you want to do. And so understanding that within that means that you do need to make sure that other people are contributing. Right. And so that is something that is super helpful. The other thing too, is, is like, so with that, you can list some tasks and responsibilities that they're able to be done. Um, also like people who are capable of doing it, like, obviously you're not going to tell your two-year-old to go cook. Right. But like you can go put your toys away or whatever the case might be. Right. When it's time for bed. Um, and also like, make sure that it's something that like, they're going to feel confident for after and like that they're going to help you out with. Right. You want people to feel empowered around you, not like you're just like brushing things off and like not doing anything. And also like you also need to make sure that you're like defining what you want done. So and the expectations also like 70 percent done by them is better than 100 percent done by you. Drop that in the chat. OK, 70 percent done by them is better than 100 percent done by you. And so it's not going to be perfect and it's not going to be how you would do it. And it's not going to be amazing. But it is not going to be something that takes up your mental bandwidth, right? And it's going to be annoying for a bit and you might have to make some adjustments, but you've also set the system up where everybody relies on you, okay? So like, that's what we also have to get out of and it will get better and better and better. Trust me, because I've done it. It takes us a little bit of time, but within like three to six months, this is like golden, okay? You also want to make sure that you provide necessary resources, information, and also like authority to the people that you delegate it to. I know this sounds silly within like a household dynamic, but the thing is, is like, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. When you get your husband to do something or your wife to do something and you've been doing it, they are probably going to ask you 9 million questions about it. Okay. Where's the bag? Can you pass me a bag? Can you get this thing? Can you blah, 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 right? No, like you go do the task, you get it done. If I wasn't here, you'd figure it out. Right. So, but after you have clearly ex like shown them how you do the thing, right? So this is how I do the laundry. This is how I do the dishes. This is how I do the thing, right? So I need you to do the laundry. I would love if you would do it this way, right? And then giving them that expectation. Um, and then obviously just make sure that you're like also helping and communicating back and forth. I know this sounds crazy, but like you've got to do this in your house. It just, you have to. Like you're the only one taking care of the house right now. And that's why your brain is like fried. And you can do this at work too. Frick, I did this at work too. Like everything. Also, the the second thing that I'm going to say um, that you need to understand is that you need to say no. Okay. No is the biggest thing that I also, on top of delegation, um, saying yes to everything. You need to learn to say no. Okay. Assess your commitments and avoid overloading your schedule. If it does not benefit your health, wealth, relationship, or personal goals, you need to think about it. Okay. So what I mean by that is that like if your teenage kid comes downstairs and they go, hi, I need a ride tonight and like I need it in 20 minutes and uh, yeah, then I need you to pick me up at like one o'clock in the morning. Okay, so obviously you're probably gonna go pick them up if they need to be picked up. Can you find a ride somewhere else because you gave me 15 minutes and I was about to go work out, right? Like, you know, every day at five o'clock I work out and you decided that you were going to then schedule for me to drive you somewhere at five o'clock. It's not happening, right? Like, so it's like, you can either wait till I'm done working out or you can find another ride and I will pick you up at one. That is a boundary. You're not saying no, but you're saying like, you're respecting yourself. You see what I'm saying? Another really good one, for example, is like, if you get invited somewhere and you're like, you know, you're trying to like lose weight and you know that every time you go there, they just want you to drink your face off and do whatever. Like, you don't have to go there. You don't have to go. 
Or like, if you go, it's setting the boundary of like, I, like, do you want to drink? No, I don't. Thank you. I'm good. Appreciate it. I got my own. I'm good. Right. And it's not comfortable always, but it's also like understanding that like you can politely decline opportunities or like different tasks that don't align with your goals or priorities. Like that's okay. And I know there's like mom guilt and there's like, you know, guilt also at work. Like if you are an overachiever and especially like type A personalities and you are like at work and you're like, well, I have to say yes all the time. Otherwise, like they'll give the promotion away. Otherwise, I'll like I have to say yes all the time because then like I won't be the top person. If you haven't noticed, no kiss asses make it to the top. I'm just going to put it out there. No kiss ass in the entire time that I've ever worked in a corporate environment, um, you know, a small business environment, like anything has ever made it to the top because like management doesn't like them. They're just like, oh my God, they always say yes. Like it's great to an extent, but there's a point where it's like too much. You know what I mean? There's a point where you're like, eh, like it's just like, it's a bit much. And so like understanding that like also people respect people with boundaries, respect people with boundaries. Like if I talk to somebody and they don't have any boundaries, I normally don't really want to associate with that person because I'm like, oh God, like you don't have any boundaries. So like realistically, you're going to expect me to talk to you every single day, even if it's like 11 o'clock at night or even if it's eight o'clock in the morning, I'm going to get texts being like, you know, I'm so sad. Why didn't you get back to me? Like, I'm so whatever. And like, I just don't have time for that shit. Right. So like understanding that also people with boundaries attract people with boundaries. So if you don't have boundaries and you're like, everyone messages me all the time and everyone like needs everything and everyone prioritizes, like they're like, ah, it's because you have set that environment up and that's who you are. You attract who you are, not what you want. So if you want people with boundaries, then you also need to have, you have to be someone who has boundaries, right? That's just how it is. So understanding that as well. Um, so by doing these two things, like there's other things that you can do, like, you know, get support and like all these kind of things, like, you know, learning and, and adjusting different, different tasks around the house. And, you know, you can time block and you can schedule and things like that. But I find the overall overarching issue is normally delegation is very low in your career and as well as, um, as well as in your personal life. And then the second thing is, is that you have a really hard time saying no, you're people pleasing, you're letting people walk all over you. I love my clients. I love my team. I love my family. I love my friends. But honestly, like if I am not in a mental space where I can help them, I wait. I just wait. I don't not reply, but I do wait, right? Like if I get up in the morning and everything goes to shit, I'm not going to jump into the app and be like, good morning. And then message people back when they're really struggling. That's just not going to help anybody right? I'm not in a space where I can actually help anybody. So I take that 30, 40, maybe even like one to two hours. And I make sure that I'm in a good headspace. And then I come back and I'm ready to give and I'm ready to give value and all this kind of stuff. You guys will notice too, like the last one or two weeks, I haven't been doing lives as often. I was in like super deep therapy like two weeks ago and it totally wrecked me, right? Like wrecked me. I was like, whoa, like my mind was just like out for lunch. And so I was like, I did come on one or two times, but I was like, I'm in no position right now to like to provide value. Like I need a hot minute for myself. And by doing that, I then can rest, recover, process what I've learned and then come back and provide value at a higher level than coming on here and being like, hi guys, I hope you're having the best day ever. Like it's so lame, right? Like it just doesn't sound good. It just doesn't give you like that motivation. It doesn't give, it's not helpful, right? And so understanding if you really do want to, you know, improve your life, improve your relationships, improve your family, improve everything, it really does come from you first. And then you're able to give, 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 give um, because you're giving also back to yourself. Okay. You're not just giving everything away. 
So delegate, say no. These things will help you tremendously. They've absolutely changed my life. They've changed my team's life as well as like so many clients. Um, and I cannot say how important this is. If you're someone who's like, I don't have time. Time is not found, it's created, okay? Write that in the chat. Time is not found, it's created. And so if you guys do wanna lose 30 pounds, if you wanna change your body composition, if you really want to hit that next level, you need to understand that you it's up to you to create the time. You're not ever going to find it. It's like motivation. You're never going to find it. You have to create it. Okay. So I hope you have the best day ever. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.